Hello and welcome to this week's Haiku P podcast with Patricia. It's episode 11 of the second series. Where is time flying? I've been on holiday for a week and whilst I was away, summer seems to have arrived in Zurich. It's very hot indeed. This week's podcast is, I have to say, not what I was planning. I thought I could do a great deal of reading and maybe some writing whilst I was away. But my dear husband had other ideas. He had me teak-oiling the patio furniture and putting together stuff from Ikea. That's not to say I didn't get to the beach, but I don't like reading treasured books on the beach. Do you? So today I have no opinion piece for you. I was going to talk about the reading of haiku, because it's a topic that quite a few people have emailed me about. I get the impression that often haiku are written off too quickly, rather than savoured like a good wine, rolled around on the tongue, enjoying the taste and the bouquet, discovering the various tones of the blend. Anyway, that will be for episode 13 now, so if you have any thoughts, please send them in. You'll find my address on the Poetry P website. To make up for my laziness, I have a book review for you. The Deer's Bandana by David Oates. Remember, I don't receive any remuneration. And I have a couple of haiku from M. Shane Pruitt, which didn't fall into any of my topics for the year, but I wanted to share them with you. And I'm happy to say the Renku continues. Now, I hadn't read any work by David Oates until he sent me a copy of his book. How lucky am I that I get to review books of haiku? Truly blessed. Thanks, David. David is very involved in the written and spoken word. He hosts a radio programme. He's performed amateur comedy stand-up. He's been an editor and a publisher and has had a few books published and much, much more. This book, his latest, The Deer's Bandana, is published by Brick Road Publishing and there'll be a link in the show notes if you'd like to buy it. Some of the haiku in the collection are one-image pieces. Successful one-image haiku are difficult to write. Often I feel that they don't allow readers to exercise their imagination. As those of you who listen to the podcast or chat with me via email know, I prefer a show-not-tell approach, one in which there might be a light bulb moment, which is very hard to achieve with one image. David, however, does achieve the aha moment in some of his one-image pieces. Let me give you an example. Cut roses by the young man's grave, blooms still fresh. Turning this over in my mind, it made me ask many questions, which is something a good haiku piece should do, don't you think? That David has had experience in comedy is evident in his work. I really enjoyed his observational pieces, which are frequently humorous. Every day, hundreds of latte drawings gone in a gulp. I'd like to finish with this, which would have been an excellent submission for the next podcast, the one on the erotic theme. Still time to get your submissions in, deadline the 11th of June. Wool shirt. His nipple still tender from her bite. 
Now, as I said, you can find a link to Brick Road Publishing in the show notes and purchase the Deer's bandana there. Thanks for sharing this with me, David. It was a pleasure reading it. Now, you will have heard some work from my featured guest, M. Shane Pruitt, in the Topical Podcasts. But sometimes you lovely poets send me work which doesn't always fall easily into one of the topic categories. But I love them too much to pass them up. So let me share with you two pieces that I fell in love with. This morning, a trickle of birdsong, gathering storm. Tiny fish in a tide pool. Troubled sky. Both of these haiku had me thinking. I'd not noticed how birdsong reduces when a storm is coming, and now I will have to listen out. I can usually tell by looking over the hedge at the bottom of the garden that a storm is on its way. In fact, I looked out a minute ago. There's definitely a storm coming. The clouds announce it. Now I shall have to employ my ears too. The second piece speaks to me of the times we live in, or at least my perception of the times. I sometimes feel like one of those tiny fish, stuck, at least temporarily, in the tide pool, whilst there's trouble all around me. Thank you, Shane, for submitting these pieces. Now, the Renku has not moved on too much this time. It's my fault, I am frozen. But there are no patio chairs in need of painting this week, so I will try and get the words together. I know what I want to write, I just can't get the words to work. Quite slippery devils they are. Miniko Takahashi had the very difficult job of writing verses 18 and 19. These verses would be on a different side of a page if you were writing it as a manuscript, and so the same poet writes both to keep a bit of continuity. I think she did a great job. It gets more difficult the further along the Renku you get. Thanks, Min. I won't tell you who wrote which verses, but the poets involved so far are Giddy Nielsen-Sweep, Robert Horobin, M. Shane Pruitt, Richard Bailey, Joan Barrett, Ricky Rivers Jr., Veronica Hosking, Andy Sire, and Miniko Takahashi. Cheers, everyone. And so here it is. Cold sun, ageing reflections on orange snowflake. The world turns a half-frozen ball. Over the hill, now I look forward to the sunset. In the valley, footprints in the dew. Water lilies floating among the stars, twin moons. A sedentary cat stirs the darkness. Outside the window, a bird sings to itself. Catnap. Silent dawn, eagle soars overhead. Cumulonimbus dominate the afternoon sky. Thor's warriors. Spotted mare nickering the hiss of rain on warm stone. Human hordes riding white horses. Neptune's rage. Galloping calamity, a hard misty place called home. Thick fog, on the yellow brick road, the lion cries. Coyotes howl under the moonlight. Autumn dusk, feral dogs sight the hare. 
Sudden dust cloud thwarts the predator's ambitions. Sombre atmosphere, finding perspective in the lilies. Feeling beneath the feet the fatigue of the bulbs. Yet again next season, resurrection, a cycle of all lives. I've just realised that I might have to look at verse 17 and replace the word lilies because, of course, we've got water lilies further back. Thanks so much to everyone for helping me create the Renku so far. I'm really enjoying it. Sorry for being a slacker. I will mend my ways and get back down to work. I must say thank you to everyone who's emailed me with their thoughts on the essence of haiku. I'm keeping them and I'll do a piece in a later podcast. I really value what you're telling me. And if you have thoughts and haven't emailed me yet, please do. I very much believe we are all entitled to our opinions. That's it for this week. See you in two weeks' time for the Erotic Podcast. You can still submit, but please do it by email, as that helps me to hopefully keep the submissions together. Have wonderful weeks until we meet again. And keep writing. Ciao.